Striving for mediocrity in a world of excellence, this is The Chaser Report. Welcome back to Tuesday the 15th of March, Chaser Report Special Afternoon Edition. Ooh, yeah. We need to find a better way of saying it. Um, I love it like this. I think that's, <laughs> I think that's perfect. <laughs> I'm Gabby Bolt, joined by Alexa Vulovich. And our interviewee for this afternoon is Emma Holland. Hi, Emma. Howdy. Hi. Wait, wait. The, the Zoom says her name's Duncan Turner. Oh. I don't, I don't think we got the right person. <laughs> <laughs> Um, don't, don't worry about it. Uh, I, this is my computer. I own it. I didn't take it from anyone. <laughs> All right. So Emma Holland, the comedian and potential thief. How's things going? Oh, so good. I am living my best life. I woke up so late and made breakfast at like 12 p.m. I'm having oh, the best time. Oh, nice. Inter- had, like, intermittent fasting. Lunch. I've heard about that. Oh, That's a- uh, in a way. Yeah. I think it's just laziness in some <laughs> cultures. But- What'd you have for breakfast though? Well, for lunch just breakfast. Pa- pancakes. Pancakes. Stable. You can have pancakes any time of day. True. There's too much stigma around yeah. pancakes being a breakfast food. Thank you. Thank you for speaking up on this issue yeah. because I've been trying to for years. Yeah. It's been stigmatized for far too long. Um, yeah. Yeah. Nice no. to have another voice. 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 Nice to have another voice. Another voice. Another voice. Nice. 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 Duncan. A lot can happen in the next three years, like a chatbot, maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. The Chaser Report. News you know you can't trust. So we're back from after a break, and it's really funny because before the break, we joked that Emma was a computer thief, and then her computer died. So now Emma Holland is joining us from a different Zoom computer. This one Egg pe- on my face. <laughs> <laughs> I just think it had sentience. I think it must have heard you and been like, not this bitch. Well, See ya. I, I just think she went out and just stole another computer. Oh, true. Um, <laughs> no, her name I'm is- I'm going to be honest, I got stressed and unplugged it. <laughs> <laughs> They're onto me. It wouldn't be the first time. The amount of times I wish I could do that on this podcast. Um, oh. <laughs> so. Emma, you're a comedian, a writer, a photographer, and an artist. You've appeared on Have You Been Paying Attention? And you were runner-up at Raw 2018. But I have a question. When you're a photographer, you take photos of other comedians, correct? Yeah, yeah. So is it just comedian photography or do you just like specialise in that and do a lot of other photography as well? I like accidentally fell into it. So I was doing like a... (sighs) wide myriad of things but then because I was in comedy and I realized that comedians need headshots I just Uh, kind of like wormed my way into that scene brilliant brilliant do you find like do you like have you had any experiences where like you wanted to sabotage someone's headshot yes like is there a comedian that you go they were an asshole to me their photos are going to be shit focal length and (laughs) reflects badly on me yeah I suppose that's true and also could reflect really well on the comedian if you see a photo and you laugh then you're like, oh, well, I guess that's their Yeah, job. I suppose there is real no loss except to you. I get, oh, that was a dumb question. Sometimes I'll just Photoshop their eyes just like a little bit apart. Nice. <laughs> nice. The perfect <laughs> revenge. It could never be traced back to you either because sometimes yeah, I look at photos of myself long. a bit too long. <laughs> that's not what I what, look like. So from what I understand, you've, you're, you're quite a good photographer in that you've won competitions, but like, it says you've, you've won it by accident. I'm, I'm not quite sure how someone wins a photography competition oh, by accident. Oh, yeah. Is this the one from when I was six years old? Oh, it is now. <laughs> <laughs> Go off. Um, yes, I was six and I was on summer school and we got given each a, like, little Kodak camera. Oh. And 
they said we were going to have a photography competition and I don't really, I have no memory of what I was doing. One of the photos I took just happened to be like really beautiful and um, emotive. Just let the gift um, by accident, just, just yeah. naturally. Yeah, yeah. You, you know how it is when oh, you yeah. fix and or your natural talent shine through. Yeah, I believe they call that a Kodak yeah, moment. I won, I won my own camera Whoa. and I won uh, what I think is now the equivalent of $2.50 Australian. Oh. Brilliant. Yeah. Brilliant. What, what, like inflation? Uh, yeah, it was also, I was living in Indonesia at the time. Oh, so of course. Right. Well. So yeah. inflation and um, currency exchange. Currency exchange, yeah. Yeah, fuck. Well, that's amazing. Isn't it crazy to think that if you hadn't done that photography competition, <laughs> it might not have like spurred the passion that you now have in photography? <laughs> yeah, it's nice to know that like all my passions I've fallen into by accident. <laughs> Something kind of like it's always the way. Something about that. <laughs> Wait, was was comedy accidental? Like, how does that happen? I'd... Oh, I, I accidentally told a joke once. At, like, same same thing. Look, I was I was about eight. Nice. <laughs> and I accidentally told a joke, and then someone said you should be a comedian, and I was like, for sure. And you just hold oh. on to it. <laughs> yeah, like, well, that's all every I need. Dream it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I've ever wanted to do. <laughs> do you do you have a preferred form of? Because you you you're a woman of many talents in the artistic. I wear many hats, thank yeah, you. Yeah, you do, you wear many, many hats. Do you have like a favorite to wear? Photography, art, comedy, performance? Um, I like comedy the best and I think it's because um, it's the only one that I can do without my parents getting emotional about it. Oh, <laughs> and that, that is so makes true. me deeply uncomfortable when they cry. Yeah. So, <laughs> I love comedy. That is so true. Cause like for me, I was in music, like a musician and then became a comedian and it's yeah. so much more fun to be in comedy and not have your parents be like so proud of you <laughs> it, it is great to have your parents not be proud of you yeah, yeah it's a real privilege i just think it's fun <laughs> to shock them a bit it's like i went from a maybe to this um but yeah i think that's really quite interesting and do you like find that you make fun of your other artistic crafts through your comedy as well like oh, do you have like 100 use it as an outlet yeah i've got like t- <laughs> I've got a painful amount of self-awareness. <laughs> uh, so in short, yes. Yes. I did see the set that you did where you started the set very strong by saying you can tell by the home cut bangs that I have a degree in visual arts. <laughs> Was it a degree in visual arts? Yeah, yeah, full degree and um, 2 a.m. bangs cut. So Fuck beautiful. Yeah. Right on time. That's, that's perfect. The aesthetic is completely fulfilled yeah oh, it was like a three months into covid decision i yeah. think we were all a bit unhinged same mine started as a three months into covid thing and now it's just too long and it's too upsetting <laughs> to admit that i still cut them so your show uh touring touring the circuit this year is called dreamer in the mist and yes. i have a, i don't actually know the story apparently there's a really interesting story about how the no. title of this show yeah, I mean, obviously it's a reference to the 1988 film gorilla in the mist oh. right <laughs> Surely. Um, honestly, in a way, it's it's kind of like a spiritual sequel, I would say. Yes, yeah. Um, I got I this you, title from a title generator online, just like Charles Gambino <laughs> did, and he's very successful. Lovely. Work for me. <laughs> and also, when I had to name the show, I hadn't written it. So I just thought, I just came up with a whole heap of generated titles and just picked one that made me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> So it's just called Dreamer in the Mist because the internet allowed it so. I yeah, love that. It was called um, The Kiss of the Witch. That was <laughs> oh. <laughs> that brilliant. Was like some like 
I don't know. To me, that's like a spooky show and I'm not ready to do yeah. my spooky show yet. That'll yeah, be next fair. Halloween special. You've cracked yeah. a problem that I've encountered for the first time this year. Like naming a show while you're writing it or not even while so you've written hard. it is fucking rude. Like all these festivals <laughs> being like, because when you apply, I don't know, if you're not familiar with applying for comedy festivals, you apply and they ask you like, 21 intimate details about the show that you've definitely written at that point, like six months before you do it. So for mine, it was literally a situation of like asking my colleagues in the office, like, I don't have a name for this show that I haven't written. What do I call it? I mean, my main thing is I'm just hoping that nothing fucking breaks, you know? And then my friend was literally like, you should call it that. And so that's why my show is called I Hope My Keyboard Doesn't Break. And I had to write a song post title to make the title make sense. Mm. I think your system's way fucking better. I'm just going to consult the internet next time. Do you work in any references to the title throughout your set or yeah. is it just... so many. Unbelievable <laughs> Just keeps I've on giving. This, like, this is potentially a spoiler, but I've edited this video that I play during the show that's like just clips of people from movies saying the title of the movie in the movie and then at the end I've taken this really beautiful cinematic shot of me saying Dreamer in the Mist. And just like- <laughs> That's so brilliant. That's really good. Oh my God, I cannot wait to see that. Fuck, that is so funny. <laughs> Cause yeah, it's just a crime asking people to name things six no. months before you do it. And I, oh my God. This so is like funny. when people name kids like- Yes. On the first week of their life. I'm like, you don't know that this is a Brad. Yeah. You don't know and, like, you have to look at that kid and say Brad for the rest of their life. And they yeah, might be a Tom. A lot of confidence. Like will. Yeah. <laughs> will. <laughs> Hopefully not. Yeah, no. Fuck no, that guy. fuck Wills. Um, um, <laughs> like, have you found this show harder to write or easier to write in, like, the world that we're in at the moment? Do you find that you've got more content or less content or is it all just? I think I've found it easier to, like, sit down and work on it. Yeah. I think just because that's what I've been doing for the past couple of years is like just sitting down and writing things. So I'm in the habit of it now. Yeah. Yeah. I think just this whole process has been a lot easier for me than previous shows. It's been like painful. It's mm. been way more painful. Yeah. And like, I hate writing. Yeah. <laughs> but overall, it's been an easier process. Do you have like a process? Like if somebody were to like, if Vanity Fair were like, what's your process? What's your artistic process? Do you have like a weird thing that you do? Or are you like me yeah. and it's just like, I don't know. <laughs> the whole time I've been writing it, I only listen to one song on repeat. And it's been like weeks, if not months, of just listening to this one song. What's the What's song? The song? Um, it's uh, Hey Now by London Grammar, um, remixed by the DJ Artie. <laughs> and it goes for five minutes. And it's just that nonstop because it like just... No wonder Jeez, you hate God. writing. Like, <laughs> I still like the song. That's what's crazy. It's That's awesome. insane. I'm that too. <laughs> but yeah, nothing but that one I write. Like That's literally brilliant. nothing else. You should stick what? that on your rider. Like every festival you go to and the more successful <laughs> you get, you need to like have like my dressing room simply must have. <laughs> playing on a loop. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. The Chaser Report. Less news, less often. I think there's a difference between getting yourself in the zone for writing and getting yourself in the zone for performance. 
Mm. Like from what I understand, you've, you've gotten rave reviews before and one of them was like, I really like her comedy because she always looks like she's about to cry. Yeah. So I'm wondering like, how do you get into that mindset before a show? Like, do you, how do you feel like you're about to cry before um, you go lots out? Lots of fire crews and Pitbull. <laughs> Pitbull, Mr. Worldwide. Mr. Worldwide himself because I dream of being Mrs. Worldwide. And oh. I know him, so. that, that is a dream that would be hard to fulfill because and as I understand it, he's got the worldwide ets, doesn't he? Yeah, like yeah, he's six got women. That, there's a lot of competition. There's, there's six women who follow him everywhere. Yeah, they just follow him and that's all they do. What? I didn't know this. Yeah, I only found this out last week. We were talking about this in yeah, the office. Mr. Yeah. Worldwide has a crew of like six women all look exactly the same. And they just, they their job is being a professional groupie. They just yeah. follow him around. So even if you got to the Mrs. Worldwide staple, you're still competing with six other women for Mrs. Worldwide. It's horrific. Oh my God. I know. You'd be Mrs. and Mrs. and Mrs. and Mrs. Worldwide. Oh It'd no. be. I mean, if he's probably more power to him, we we need more representation in traditional. And you know what? That would be worldwide representation. We love. Sorry, amen, amen, Gabby. Oh look, I'm off duty at the moment. My comedy's done. I wrote the show ages ago. It's done. (laughs) Fuck it. I'm so so keen to see your show. And your show in Melbourne is the next time you're doing it, correct? No, so I'm doing the Gold Coast. It'll be this Thursday. Beautiful. And then I'll be in Canberra. The week after. Hometown? Hometown. Hometown. Are you still in Canberra? No, I live in Melbourne now. I've lived in Melbourne for like four years. Oh, they gotcha. Yeah. Is it fun going back to Canberra to do a gig? Yeah, it's really strange because it's a lot of like people from my high school coming. Mm. Oh. Do, you, do you curate your material? No, no, I just let it run. Were you like a comedian in high school? Are they coming to see like the funny person from school or are they coming to see... Someone completely, like, you know what I mean? Like, no, I don't know. What, you mean like, they're coming to see who this woman thought she was for 13 years? exactly. Oh, my God. I don't think I was, like, the go-to class clown, but I think I was, like, fairly witty. I don't know. Yeah. I think I always had something to say, you know, (laughs) had a hot take. (laughs) Yeah, did you get that whole school report that was, like, great, um, great work ethic, but too talkative? I got that all the time. Just yeah, like talks yeah. too much. And I was like, yeah. joke's on you now. Yeah, redirect that energy into work. Oh, <sighs> rude. I, I have another question though about going home to do comedy. Mm. Yep. Do you get freaked out at the prospect? Like, do you tell many anecdotal? I know you were saying before you lie a lot in your comedy, which is like, of yeah. course we all do. We have to remain funny all the time. But do you have any anecdotal stories that you kind of worry that people in the crowd are going to be like, oh my God, I know what this is about. Or like, is this about me kind of thing? Do you Yeah, have that there was a guy from my high school who was kind of renowned for doing ketamine. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I, I do use his name and kind of reference that in my set. And I've done it in front of his friends. Oh, but I don't know if they've done it or not, but... I mean, if uh, you've already done it in front of his friends, though. Is he coming to I've the show? I've done it on national radio, so if he hasn't heard it from there, I'm sure someone will relay it to him. <laughs> is he coming to the show? I don't know. You know, I, I don't know if he's um aware enough to... He's, know he's still enough. in that the, K-hole. The just... yeah. <laughs> he's deep. He's deep in there. There's no getting him out anymore. Uh, <laughs> oh. I just wanted to go back to the show. Um, oh, yeah, for sure. Because, like, we know how the name was created, but what is it about? Like, is there... <laughs> Is it, is it related in any way to like a random name generator or does a show have like a theme? 
Um, phenomenal question. Uh, I don't know. Oh, okay. So it is a random <laughs> name generator kind of show. No, there's a bit about like, it, it's a lot about art and kind of my experience navigating the world post-graduation and like mm. working as an artist, like very loosely, but there's a lot of like, yeah, I guess themes of visual art and like the meaning behind art. Oh yeah. I love this. I love that. That was my only <laughs> favorite part of, yeah. Honest. Who's your, what's your favorite art era? I'm just curious now. Like what's your favorite oh, style? Oh, Dada, without a doubt. I'm obsessed with it. Good shit. Like that's where most collage was born as well. And that's kind of what piqued my interest in uni was like the collage era. Yeah. yeah. God. I hate impressionism and I will go on the record saying that. I'm <laughs> shit. Huh? It's such a basic bitch era. I'm, I'm saying- just not into Monet. I know I should be, but I'm not. <laughs> you I just- painted some fucking water lilies. I'm like, we get just- it. Oh, I, I don't know. If you're going to paint something, paint it. You know, don't like. <laughs> don't skirt around it. With your shit don't skirt around the lines. Just like show me what a lily pad looks like. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to know how it makes you feel. Yeah. I used to, it's funny because I used to be an impressionist bitch. I used to be like, yeah, impressionism. Did you? Yeah. Impressionism is my have, favorite. Like, and stuff with oh, I had a fucking print of water lilies and all that shit, oh, you know. God. But as I've gotten older, and I used to really shit on Mondrian. Like I used to just be like, it's cubes. I don't get it. And now I think at 25 years old, I think I've flipped. I'm like, you know what? Montreal's a fucking genius for making this work. <laughs> How the fuck did he do that? And yeah, water lilies bore me. I'm sick of it. Monet like, yes, they're beautiful, bin. but do I care is the question. No. Like, what is it saying? <laughs> I yeah. want to jump in the river that the water lilies are in. Yeah. Fuck. That, anyway. Yeah, definitely Dada or Renaissance. I'm obsessed with like the drama of mm. like group Renaissance portraits where like everyone's screaming in anguish. Yes. And you don't yeah. really quite know yeah. what's going on, but everything symbolizes something else. Yeah, that's what I want my audience to be. It's just like pained moans and like I want you to look at and it feel like you should, you should somehow rig at the end of your show to like take a renaissance portrait of your audience like you should get your camera out and be like all right renaissance pose i think meant just like have a, like a 14 hour session <laughs> just after the show you guys don't mind staying behind do you <laughs> no just gonna come and do a little painting <laughs> i'm all in well you can catch emma's show dream it in the mist at the melbourne international comedy festival from march 31st to april 24th and you can also catch her at the Gold Coast. Is the Gold Coast like a just a standalone gig or is it a festival it's thing? Yeah, just one night, just on the seventeenth. Um, one night in the Gold Coast on the seventeenth, and one night in Canberra on the. Yeah. You did just oh, say. Great question. <laughs> 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 I keep. I got in trouble last time. I did a. Um, I just did a radio interview for the Gold Coast, and they oh, asked me what date and time my show was, and I was like, I don't know. <laughs> and then my manager got annoyed at me and he's like this is information you need to know and I was like anytime I do any other promotional material I will for sure know and once again we've ended up here it's all right we'll edit it out I'm in Gold Coast on the 17th um and I am Amber on the 25th of March beautiful (laughs) thank you so much for coming Emma thanks for having me we've loved having you our gear is from Rode Microphones and we're part of the ACAST Creator Network Bye. Bye. Got to go paint a Renaissance artwork now real quick. Just whip that one up. I've been Googling Dada and I assumed it was tracksuits, but it turns out it's a whole bloody art movement. (laughs)